0: welcome to the megacon experience brought to you by church of god mission international we hope you are inspired challenged and encouraged by our speakers to learn more about our church visit www.cgmglobal.org let's give the lord one more time a big hand of praise amen Praise the Lord. I'll be speaking on what I caption, exploring the fundamentals of success. I want to believe that by the fellowship we're having together today, everyone will change level in his or pursuit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Foundation is very fundamental to any structure. Determines the strength and the lifespan of any structure. The depth of any foundation of any building is where the height of the building is determined. We have a number of structural engineers here. You don't determine how many floors you are going when you have started building. You determine that at the foundation. A foundation that will sustain two floors, you can't put five floors on it because you now need more space. The building will collapse. The foundation is where the height of any structure is determined. And the Bible said, if your foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The book of Psalms 11, verse 3. As I was waiting on the Lord for this meeting, the Lord spoke to me that we have quite a number of high-sounding principles of success. Yet, many people that practice those principles still don't succeed. Something must be wrong somewhere. The foundation is wrong or it's not there. The foundation is neither there nor deep enough to engender or generate the success we dream of. I'm going to read a very familiar scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and we'll take off from there. Just to find out what is this foundation that guarantees continuous. And unending success. Where is it? Because by redemption. We are ordained for continuous and unending progress. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. The path of the justified. Is as a shining light. And it shines more and more and more. Unto the perfect day. Where is the secret of this Unending progress in scriptures. Now we read from First Corinthians chapter thirteen and verse one to three, and then we skip that to verse eight. First Corinthians thirteen, and we we'll read from verse one to three. The word says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become like a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and have all knowledge and though I have all faith so I could remove mountains and have no charity I am nothing though I offer my goods bestow my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be born sacrifice and have no charity it profits me nothing. Now, verse 8. Charity faileth not. Now, that makes it the core foundation of an unending successful life. Charity never fails. Charity never, that means it has a guarantee of unending continuity charity never faileth charity not shall not fail or cannot fail never faileth just like a man can never give back to a baby charity never faileth never 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 Every true lover of God ends up a high flyer without sweat. The love of God is the master key to what you may call supersonic success. In our language, supernatural success. Inexplainable but undeniable. Because of the proofs that's all around the individual. So Our love for God Is what defines Our level And continuity of success If we get it right Every other thing we follow Every other thing We follow That's where the key is. In this kingdom Where we all belong It is the love of God That determines each one's placement The hotter our love for God, the higher we fly in life. And you can't love God without knowing. It's not God knows who loves him. The lover of God knows that he loves God. Jesus asked John, Do you love me? He said, I love you. Go prove that you do. He asked him the second time, Do you love me? He said, I love you. Go feed my sheep to prove it. Do you love me? Say I love you. Go, he said, you know all things and you know that you know that you know that I love you. You can't love God without knowing. No matter how much we know, until we know love, we are not there. Until we know love, we are not there. You all know the scripture, Romans 8, 28. The Bible says, And we know that all things, not most things, all things work together for good to them that love God. Everything works in their favor. Everything they lay their hands on works. And we know that all things All things work for good. Family things, business things, career things, financial things. All things work for good to them that love God. All things, not most things. Everything works for them. Everything works in their lives. Everything works. 50 years of labor Will not accomplish What true love will accomplish in one year The Bible says in First Corinthians 2 Verse 9 Eyes have not seen Nor he ears have It has entered the heart of any man The things that God has prepared For them that love him Every true lover Is empowered to be a pace setter A pathfinder And a trailblazer You can't be in love and be grounded You can't be in love and be stranded So it's a subject we need to explore What is in love that makes it so powerful Can I have you say with me God is in love Say God is in love in first John chapter 4, verse 16, he said, We have known the love of God. God is love, and we have known and believed the love that God has towards us. God is love, and he that dwells in love, dwells in God, and God in him. So until God fails a true lover of God cannot fail. It may be challenged, but it will come out triumphant. It may be challenged, but it will come out on top. It may be challenged, but it will end up as tops. Any true lover of God is in God, and God is in him, and that's why he cannot fail. Until God fails, love never fails. Now, let's look at it. As we grow in this love, Ephesians 3, 17 to 19. He said, and we have known now Ephesians 3 and 17 to 19 that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length, the breadth, the depth, and the height of the love of God. And to know the love of Christ which passeth all knowledge. There is no insight that will be equal in delivery to the length, the breadth, the length, the depth and the height of the love of God. And what is it? In that same verse 19, he said, So that you may be filled with all. The fullness of God. That's where our immunity is. You are filled with all the fullness of God. So you live about failures. You live about setbacks. You live about resistance. Now what? Israel went out of Egypt. God was in the midst of them. People say, oh, they will soon die. Where would they get food to eat? The sea saw them, it fled. Where are you going? He said, tremble down O earth at the presence of God. You can't be a carrier of God's presence and still be a failure. You can't be filled with all the fullness of God and still be a failure. It is not possible. It can happen. It can never happen. Let's get back to this foundation and reconnect with God. Let us stop loving both in words and in tongue. But in truth and in deed. The love of God is the guarantee for unending success in life. The love of God. The hotter this love burns within us. The higher height we scale. Very quickly. What are the biblical proofs of the love of God? How will I know whether I am in love with God or not? In case you are What are the characteristics of a man that loves God? If you love God, you will love His Word. David, the lover, said, Oh, how love I thy love. Psalm 119, verse 97. If you love Him... Do we love his word. His word will be your daily delight. You look at the word. You want to eat it raw. You are just in love. You know what David said? I rejoice at thy word as said, does not find a great spoil. That's an affection. That's an addiction. You can't love God and not love his word. You know God called him a man after my own heart. A man burning hot for me. So that is one of the features of a true lover. He loves the world. He loves the world. Number two. Number two, proof of the love of God is delightsome obedience. Delightsome. This is the love of God that we keep his commandments. First John 3 uh, 5 3. This is the co- The love of God will keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. If you are in love, keeping His word becomes a delight. If you are in love, keeping His word becomes a delight. If you are in love, you don't have any feeling contrary to the truth. Every commandment suits you. In John 14, verse 21, the Bible says, Whoever has my commandment and keepeth it is the one that loves me he that loves me will be loved my father and I will love him and will manifest myself to him I will prove to the world around him that he loves me I will manifest myself to him. this is so vital if you love him you will love to feed on his word you will love to obey his commandment from the world and as He may instruct you in person from time to time. We had a good time in Kaduna, in ministry, God was blessing and helping us. So, to be commanded to move, it was a commandment, it was not I have zero feeling of being anywhere else. By that commandment, starting all over again, grace came down. Because you are in love, He has to manifest Himself to you. Now a time came. He said, now you are time to settle down here. A way to the forest. The commandment came. So It was a societal mission. End quote. Particularly when he said, the church and town should be shut down. What a commandment. But I was too excited about the movement. I said, in church, sometimes I said, even if my website she wasn't going, it won't stop me. I'm gone. My heart, I would rather die, believing in God, than doubt Him. Papa Osborne was there, and he said, How would we get here? Mama, like, you are there. I said, You're already here. Whether they came or not will make a difference. I heard from God what love does is as strong as death. Psalms of Solomon chapter 8 and verse 6. Love is as strong as death. That's what took Shedra, Meshach and Abednego to the fiery furnace. It's love. It's love. Nobody brags with fire. It's love. That's what put down in the den of lion. It's love. But see how they came out. They came out exalted came out honoured, came out enthroned. They are coming out. That is the root of the success that lasts and the success that grows. You know, there, you have some success. In those days, Papa was taking me through town here, and he pointed a house to me. He said, you see that house? It used to be a center, center of attraction in Benin in those days. It was a bungalow. The owner was living in London. He said he would come home in December be waving to everybody that is passing be waving to him because it is a house to behold people come from town to come and look at the house he said but if road is passing through that place they won't come there as a house they just are there to park out we are taking road through here because that is lost value. I am talking about the success that lasts and the success that grows the success that lasts and the success that grows that is the kind you will have your generations after you will be manifesting that success the success that lasts and the success that grows. Number three, proof of love is if you love him, you will love his house. David said, How amiable are thy tabernacles, O God. I'd rather be a doctor in the house of God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. I was glad when they said to me, Come, let's go to the house of the Lord. Every true lover yearns to be in his house. You can't be a lover of Jesus and they are begging you to come to church. Every true lover is longing, is panting. It will soon be Sunday. It will soon be Wednesday. It will soon be Tuesday. It will soon be Thursday. So when you are no longer panting for his presence, you are no longer in love. Your love is dying and needs a rescue. When you are not panting, you are not panting. I said to people, uh, I go for outreach time and again. Like, used to share an experience with them but you see, if you don't charge the battery of your torchlight, if you go off it is in church we charge the battery of our salvation, so our light does not become darkness this is so important, now you can try it, I mean, stop going to church for 7 weeks, your language will change stop going for 3 months the things you have never thought of before, you start thinking about even your steps will change. And be you that this is not a believer anymore. Just for three months. So, if you love God, you will love his house. I got saved 48 years ago. You can count on your two hands how many times I was away from church in my life. It can't be up to ten. Okay, doing what? Doing where? What will happen? If you don't want to end up in the native doctor's house, Get rooted in church It will keep your light shining And the force of darkness will leave you alone Get rooted in church Get rooted in church Get rooted in church If you love him You will love his house Psalm 122 and verse 1 I was glad when they said to me Come let's go into the house of the Lord You see how addicted David was In fellowship Three times a day do I pray And seven times again, he did Do I praise him? That is the greatest king on the earth in his time. Protocol officer will come to him. It's time for praise. Okay. Men and brethren, I'm gone. We are praising God here. And then he came back after about two hours. It's time for prayer. Gentlemen and ladies, I'm gone. Oh Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. He was You can't be a lover of God and not be panting for his presence among his people you can't be you can't be now number four, if you love him you will love what he loves God's greatest love on this earth is salvation of souls if you love him ah, you will love what he loves To say so say it, you will you will love what he loves. Paul was the greatest apostle in Bible history, and he said, "By the helps of God, I will receive of God. I continue unto this day, Acts twenty six and verse twenty two, witnessing to both great and small." Paul witnessing. Some pastors think it's for young members to go witness. Witnessing Paul, the apostle, witnessing. What? Witnessing. Witnessing to both great and small. Those selling snacks by the roadside. witness to both great and small. Those under the bridge. Witnessing. If you love him, you will love souls. If you don't love him, you don't love souls. And this is so, it's so clear, it's so important. It's so clear, it's so important, it's so important for us to know That our level in the house of God Is no excuse For having no passion for souls It's no excuse Let me testify I went out yesterday This yesterday that passed And returned with 236 souls With my team Amen From my own soul winning Partnership, we have delivered 7,400 plus souls into church. We call them established souls this year. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! They find me in the marketplace. They find me with Okada riders. They find me with um, tricycle people, roadside people. Amazing things. Do you love me? He asked John. I mean, Simon Peter said, I love you. Go after my lamb. Do you think it's about people in church? No, it's about people that are outside there who are ordained to be in church. Jesus said, Other sheep abide that are not of this fold. Them also must I bring. John 10 16. Now there are sheep, but yet to be brought in. And our job is to go locate them and bring them in. Glory to God. Amen. That's what it works. My wife goes this way, I go this way because we go at a different level. We go at a different level. I come into the midst of Indian hemp smokers, cocaine people, and love them. And brought them in. And many of them are transformed today. We met an armed robber person He just was passing by and a heart made talking He stayed there He said he asked himself Will I end my life like this? He surrendered his life to Christ We all go to witness together today He's done Bible school Transformation Transformation by going out there Jesus was going to the towns and the villages It's time to get up and sweep the environment of our church clean By bringing people in to the kingdom of God What? The returns are incomparable. He said them to go and they went. He said, Lucky anything, they said nothing. You encounter supernatural supplies in return for your genuine labor to see so saved and see them established in the kingdom. He said, And they that torment into righteousness as the stars forever and ever. When God makes a star of you, no devil can bring you down. Daniel chapter 12 from verse 3. It said, And they that be white shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that torment to righteousness as the star. A star is an outstanding success. Amen. A star is a supersonic success. A star is a man and a woman of exploit. And how did he get there? By turning many to righteousness. Remember? Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. He that winneth souls is wise. Something has changed in the body of Christ. He's not sitting there with the members to come. He's reaching out to them where they are. Meeting them at the place where they are. And loving them to bring them to Christ. We had a combat in one of the places. You can't believe it. She was a Samaritan woman I said. First Sunday she brought 28 people with her. First Sunday. And paid their way to come to church. Second Sunday, she brought 14. On that Sunday, she brought 20. What? I said, let me see that woman. My son is here. I said, let me see that woman. Let me. I said, let me see that Samaritan woman. We call her Samaritan woman. She's just all out for Jesus. I won't seen the light. I'm going to church. Come over. I'm going to church. Come over. i began to bring them in their numbers. What? We have traded all the other principles. Where is the outcome? This is the foundation is missing—a heart for God in truth and indeed. Now receive it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> now, if you love Him, do we give to His cause with delight? Giving will not be an issue of coercion. It be—it will be natural with you. God so loved He gave, it wasn't singing. He wasn't dancing Not that God so loved and he danced God so loved he gave Giving is one of the proofs Of the sincerity of our love 2nd Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 8 He said this do To prove the sincerity Of your love Of your love Of your love This do to prove the sincerity Of your love Giving is one of the things we do to prove the sincerity of our love for God. Now, I'm telling you this. Yes, other principles may be important, but this is the foundation that makes them work. You know, everything in the kingdom works on the platform of love. Nothing. Skill is zero when love is absent, insight and depth is zero. Degrees from the Ivy League universities is zero. Complete zero, below zero. Below zero. Jesus said to that man, Which is the greater commandment of the law? He said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. The second like to it, you shall love your neighbor as thyself. For upon these two commandments hang all the laws. And the prophets. That is everything in that book. Works on that platform. When love is absent. Prayer is zero. If you won't forgive. Those who offend you. Neither will your heavenly father forgive you. Neither will your prayer be ever, will be ever answered. If you give your body to be born. You have no love. Your giving is zero. Prophecy prophets If you don't love God. You will be limited in insight. Into that book. I call you no more servant, but friends, because the servant doesn't know what his master does. But I've called you friend. For all that I've heard of my father, I've made known to you. All that I've heard of my father, I've made known to you. When you are in love, you flow in revelation naturally. You are not struggling to find out what God is saying. No, no, you are not. So look at everything works on the platform of love. If you are not in love, you are operating at a loss. If you are not in love, you are operating at a loss. If you are not in love, you are operating at a loss. People will tell themselves, "I've done everything God said." No, I would rather believe God than you. You can't do what God says without a change of story. You have done all that you know, but all that you know is not good enough for success. Everybody is in an exam, writes all that you know, but answer with 30%. Is that a good mark? Beliching class? No. Find out what you don't know and engage with it. The truth is it. You can't love God and have a problem giving to his cause. Giving is a delight of every true lover. You don't need any gimmicks to give. It's just in you. It's just with you. It's just your life. but just enjoying it. I was churning in a place in Lagos recently and I said, look, I know when we started giving scholarship in my family, I knew what we were worth. And then one of the ladies there with a the baby said, sir, when we close, he said, I enjoyed your scholarship and my brother also enjoyed your scholarship. I don't know them in my life. I just know that some people have some issues, and then let's be them out, wherever they are you are never at a loss operating in law and proving it, not just mouth and with tongue. This is what we're. Doing. I pray today that each one will take from here this one verse Charity never faileth. Charity never fails. If you love God, you will love your neighbor. This commandment we have received of him, that whosoever loved God, loved his brother also. Don't gang against your brother. Don't wish him evil. Then he will soon die. You will celebrate his accomplishment. You celebrate his newborn babies, You celebrate his new building. You won't cast aspassion on him. Again, my prayers is we are living this place never to taste failure again. It shall be family success for everyone, career success for everyone, business success for everyone. In the name of Jesus Christ This is what makes it work There are three forces that rule the world Faith Hope which is vision And love But the greatest of these three is love You may have all faith You don't have love You are nothing You may have all the gifts of the spirit And still be a failure Do I speak with the tongues of men and angels? and I have all gifts, and understand all mysteries and I have all knowledge, and I have no charity, it profits me nothing. Now, that verse 2 is where the church have been missed. That's what the church have been celebrating. And yet, he said, it profits you nothing. It makes nothing out of you. So it's time to get back to the place. Young people, it's time to give your heart to Jesus. He said, my son, give me your heart, and let your eyes observe my ways. You can't give God your heart and not make your marks. Proverbs twenty three and verse twenty six. I got saved at your age. And it's been a nice time for me. I Have zero regret for it. I've been in it now for eighty years. While most of you are in heaven, all of you are in heaven, and this group are in heaven. Right? It works. It works. There is no new generation truth. Truth. Is truth. Take it or leave it. You can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. No old-fashioned truth is the same old Bible that is opening up destinies today. Don't play away your life you don't have a spare. This is where to set the stage for the future you desire. Now listen to me. If you can't make it work now, it may be too late. It may be too late. You are the future of this ministry. You'll be an improvement on wherever we stop. So, work. Work. Give your heart to Jesus in truth and in deed. And tell yourself, I must never be a concern but a blessing. Amen. Sit down yourself. Sit up with yourself. Say, look, I want to talk to myself. David was 17 when he became a national, national hero. At the age of 17. And God called him a man after my own heart. Where your heart is today determines the, the max you make tomorrow. So wake up. It's your opportunity. My heart blesses you. The future is brighter than imagined. None of you will crash, none will be a concern to their parents. You'll be a source of joy to everyone around you. You'll be a source of joy to the church of God. You'll be a source of joy to all your peers. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come and give the Lord a big hand of praise, all of you. Amen. Thank you, Father. If you love Him, you will love your neighbor. The way it works. Again, my prayer is that no one here will end this journey in regret no one here will end his journey in regret. I love what Dr. Gary was sharing on, on the covenant. Sometimes back, I began to search, what is this covenant all about? And I came to discover, a covenant is simply a deal enacted by God based on where defined terms based on where terms. Look. Jesus has come to save you but you have to repent and be baptized before you can be saved. He has provided healing but you have to believe for his healing virtue to flow. There is always your path and my path to every deal in the kingdom. Now, he became poor that which republic might be made rich, but you have to give to prosper. You can't pray into prosperity. You give your way to prosperity. You can't explain your way to prosperity. Things are hard. That's why I cannot pay tight. They become harder. They become harder. So every provision in the kingdom is built on a covenant platform. That shows you your path and God's path. Now, we initiate God's path by our obedience of faith. You obey what he says, you commit his integrity to perform. Simply what it is. And my prayer today is that we will take responsibility. Obey God so as to commit his integrity to make good his promise. You can't sit down there and expect changes. You take steps to expect changes You can't move forward sitting down You stand up taking steps to go forward So it's time to stand up And take steps to go forward This is a forward moving ministry Your life must become A forward moving life You'll never be stranded again Saints of God give the Lord a big hand of praise Thank you Jesus This podium is taller than me And I'm struggling to find my way in there I think it's built according to Ferb's height So when next I'm coming I will ask Bishop Febb to build one For short people like me So I can see clearly when I'm reading something Praise yes, God. God Amen I think Dr. Gary Weston agrees with that Yes, because we're about the same height Except I've got more here than I do but next time you see me, you won't believe it. I have a heavy weights on my head. <laughs> Amen. They were trying to give me the head hang microphone. I said, which ear will I use to hang it? So it won't roll down from my head. Praise God. Well no one ever faced with facts. These are scriptural facts we have been trying to share. Embrace them. Embrace them. No one ever faced with fact. You don't become a man of impact by wishing. You become one by learning what it takes to do exploits. If you do not have respect for facts You can't go far in life Yes, the Bible is a faith book Full of facts Of what makes faith work No one ever succeeds by accident It's not a matter of luck It's a matter of walking in the light No one returns here without a story to tell By the time this convention is over every one of us will have experienced some dimension of transformation in our lives and it shall be there forever The big question is Do you love Him? The answer is with you and within you No external input is required do you love me? David said that now because of my affection for the house of my God I have given all my private treasures You can't be in love and not be a giver 1 Chronicles 29 verse 3 I want us to sit up And ask ourselves genuine questions on why things are not working the way we expect them to work, and take appropriate steps for the change we desire. This church will ever be going forward. Every ministry here will ever be going forward. Every family here will continue to go forward. Every business and career represented here shall continue to go forward. As long as we remain in love, the struggle will be over. I conclude with this. It's not enough to be in love. It's important to stay in love. So it means not enough to be in love. It's important to stay in love. Let me use two or three examples and then we close. Solomon loved the Lord, and he became the greatest king on the earth. First Kings 3. And all the kings of the earth came to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Fantastic. First Kings chapter 4, verse 29 to 34. Then Solomon shifted ground. And it was said, and Solomon loved many great, many strange women. Now, from 1 Kings 3 3 to 1 Kings 11 1, Solomon lost out when he stepped out of law. And Solomon loved many strange women. And his wife took away his heart from the law. And Solomon, who prayed the glory down in the temple, began to worship idols in the shrine. He began to build shrines for his wife. It's not enough to be in law. It is important to stay in love. And God raised an adversary against Solomon. What? Solomon, Solomon is a child of peace. God himself raised adversary against him. Number one, number two, number three. And the number three adversary was an adversary to Solomon until the day of his death. What? A child of rest became a child of unrest. Because he stepped out of law. It's not enough to be a law. We must stay in love. We must stay in law. King Asa was the Bible king. I mean, you saw the picture of Asa and, his, and, and, and the whole of Judah in Second Chronicles chapter 15. The Bible says, And God gave them rest round about. Verse 15. But by Verse 19 And there was no more war And then He shifted ground And then A nation rose against him And they went after mercenaries So a prophet came and said What? well stronger kings than these Rose against you because you trusted in God He delivered you He said are you talking to me like that? I lock you up So he locked them up in prison and God smote him with a disease in his feet just to turn his attention back to God no, I got a lot of money there is no sickness in the world that can harass me with so he spent all his money but he could not be here. and he died of his disease a revivalist king died as a rebellion as a, as a rebel rebel enough. it's not enough to be in love is important to stay in love It's important to stay in love Somebody came to our place one time And we were having a revival prayer meeting And he said to me You know something? I can't believe you are seeing this thing I can't believe you are still in this thing So when it has become this thing the Revival prayer has become this thing to him Can I tell you this? It's not important to have a great start We must receive grace for steadfastness in the race For you shall only repeat in due season If you fail now Somebody's story is changing No one story here will be like Solomon's story No one story here will end up like Asa story You are God's darling today. You remain God's darling forever. (laughs) Every gang up of hell to disconnect you from God is declared destroyed today. (laughs) This will always work if you will care to put it to work. Now, love is not a gift. Love is a choice. Do you love me? Know that. Are you gifted? Do you love me? Love is not a gift. Neither is it a calling. It's not an endowment. Love is a choice. We can live in the same home and we love different things to eat. Love is a choice. My wife does not eat most of the things I eat. Love is a choice. Neither will I eat what she eats. I don't love it. Love is a choice. So you can make your choice to love. And not. like no devil could stop you from being saved no devil can stop your choice from being made manifest make that choice today now September 12 1976 from Matthew 6.33 I made my choice to make God my reason for living September 12, 1976 41 years ago I made my choice in the corner of a room during vacation time to make God my reason for living. I have not rescinded. I know I love God. All the devils in here know I love God. His dominant presence in my life proves that I love Him. He manifests Himself to me. I don't know fear. And I'm telling you the truth. Because perfect love casts out fear. Every man is a victim of his fear. Job was a victim of his fear. When we grow in love, love dies. I mean, fear dies. And your victim becomes automatic. You live your life on auto frequency. You are not struggling with issues, his presence takes over the challenges of concern in your life. Somebody's here. Your studio has changed today. Now, lift up your right hand where you are seated and receive grace to stay in love. Would you like to receive that? Pray that prayer for yourself right now. Receive grace to stay in love the remaining days of your life. Lord, I receive that grace for myself today. To stay in love without bending, without flinching the many days of my life. I receive that grace. To stay in love with you all the days of my life. What others are doing notwithstanding. I want grace to stay in love with you all the days of my life. All the days of my life. To love your word, To love to obey you. To love your house, to give to your cause, to love souls with passion. I receive that grace from you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Shall we give the Lord a big hand of praise tonight? amen come on, give the lord a big hand of praise amen glory to god please be seated for a moment if i have the now i want to give you an opportunity because everything has a beginning new birth is the beginning of life in the kingdom can a dead man love Until one is born again, he's spiritually dead. So the subject we're talking about does not apply to him. It all begins with new birth. There might be some people here tonight. I know there are people here tonight who have not experienced the reality of new birth. They have not become new creatures. Same old self. But you want to turn your life over to Christ tonight? Whoever comes to me, he said, I will in no wise cast out. No case is bad for Jesus to rescue. I saw a harlot one time that gave her life to Christ and she carried HIV aid into the kingdom. Jesus claimed her out. She's still alive and well today. I told the story of an armed robber. I don't know how many people are Jesus rescue. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can connect with us on social media at CGMI Global on Facebook and Instagram.